Welcome to Vintage Burn. This is Kev. Marco. And Dugala. And tonight we are doing 2006 Black Sheep. This is a recommendation from one of our friends, Tyrus. So, Tyrus, if you're listening, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I will get into opinions later, but I thank you in advance already. But so, uh, 2006/7's Black Sheep. I think it, we played in a film festival in 2006 and it actually didn't drop till March of uh 2007. But so before even the synopsis, I just want to read this. On IMDb they have the uh parents guide and kind of tells you the sex and nudity. So if you had kids and you wanted to watch a movie, see how gory or sexy a movie is. So I'm just going to read a few tidbits from this before the uh synopsis. Uh some brief sexual innuendo involving sheep. Der. A f- a few bestiality references. A zombie sheep tries to mount a man pretending to be a sheep. And another, <laughs> and another scene, it is strongly implied that a man had sex with a sheep. And a sheep bites off a man's penis. You see it stretching out. So, for, I don't, if, if that's not like the best synopsis or like spoiler ever, I don't know what is. So, an experiment in generic engineering turns harmless sheep into bloodthirsty killers and terrorize a sprawling New Zealand farm. And, yeah, that's pre- pretty much the best way of describing it. Um, who who would have thought, you know, uh, innocent little sheep, you know, to be these killers, you know? So, it's, um, it's definitely one of those things where you don't, you know, you wouldn't expect a movie with this kind of uh, premise to be, I say this good, but. Um, so, IMDb, 5.8. Rotten Tomatoes, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was... <laughs> Pretty pretty wow. good too. I I want to say I I I think that the IMDb should be a little bit higher, at least in like the low sixes. But I know there was like all sevens, eights, nines, and tens, and then like three twos and one one. You know that threw off the average. But uh, so running at uh, an hour and thirty five minutes. And uh, Marco, could you find the budget by any chance? I found the box office um, totals, but mm, I didn't. See, though, I mean, I'm on IMDb though, so give me a second, and it, I'll check it out. All I, I couldn't find. If you can, that'd be cool. But it, so it made ended up making five million. I don't know if that was really good or really bad because we don't know what the budget was. But, um, you know, and before uh, Tyrus recommended this, I I don't know about you guys, but this is my first time watching it and actually first time hearing about it. I think I might have might have been on like a movie mm-hmm. list, you know, to watch years ago, but nothing, never kind of got yeah. back on the radar. No, no, same here. It was Tyrus. He just messaged me and said, hey, you know, you guys did uh, Dead Alive. Have you guys heard of this other New Zealand flick, Black Sheep? And that was the first time for me. So we told him, I'm like, hey, man, we'll uh, we'll check it out. A.K.A. Violence of the Lambs. <laughs> Is that... Was that, that was that a working title, or did you make that up yourself? No, 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 that was one. I think that was one of their taglines they used for promotions and shit. Like, get the flock out of here. Um, get ready for the violence of the lambs. They had a few of them. There are forty million sheep in New Zealand, and they're pissed off. Sheer terror, S H E A R terror. Come on, those are those are pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So, uh, not a ton of um, well-known actors. Obviously, all New Zealand actors, I believe. Um, so, you got Grant, who was played by Oliver Driver. He did a shitload of 
Power Rangers movies. I think he directed and acted in a few of those, which I thought was kind of weird. Because um, he had that super familiar face, you know. Um, Henry Nathan Meister um, was an Avatar and The Hobbit and a bunch of other stuff. And then Experience, um, who was played by Danielle Mason. Uh, she she was in What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Henry uh, was What We Do in the Shadows, the original movie. He played a stunt werewolf, which I thought was kind of funny. But and, and hey. um, Okay. Hey, gotta get you know start somehow, right? And then uh, Miss Mac, who was actually Norma or Nor Norma Nora uh, from Dead Alive, which I still don't know. I tried researching who she was, what character was Nora was. Do you guys have any idea which one Nora was? I'm so bad with the names besides like Paquita and Lionel and <laughs> no way. Mom. Yeah. So, so it must yeah, have been one of, like the. I don't recall. It must have been one of like the friends. You know, like the girl who gets her like in the polka dot dress, or it must have been like one of those. Kind of like um, lady friends, but I, I just couldn't put two and two together. I'm like, oh, maybe it was mom, you know? And I'm like, nope, definitely not. But um, And then directed by Jonathan King, who actually does a cameo. He's the dude that gets eaten um, looking for his keys. Um, and then the makeup was done by, uh, I think it's Weta, Weta, W-E-T-A. I don't know if it's an acronym or if it's just Weta, but uh, the Weta Workshop crew who did Lord of the Rings, uh, District 9, Avatar, Hellboy, Krampus, you you name it. So they they had, like, legit professional fucking, um, you know, makeup artists and, um, you know, prosthetic limb makers and all that stuff for this one. So they pulled out all the stops on this one. Makes sense. I mean, for a yeah, unknown I... movie, it was pretty good. I mean, like, the, the uh, prosthetics and stuff, I mean, they did a good job with what they were trying to go go for. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm still kind of blown away that I've never, you know, me being, you know, you guys know me, my, if I had a type, it would be, you know, horror comedy, you know, so this is right up my alley, and I don't know how it never, you know, recommendations, or hey, if you like this, you should watch this, you know, but, um, so it's kind of just uh, like, almost like a Cinderella story, I'd say, as far as like, uh, kind of a, I'd say a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and I checked like six sites. Uh, I can't find any budget on it. All I could find is that five million you were talking about. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what the hell the budget was. Usually, that's you know one of the the main. You know, usually it's the other way around. You know the budget, but you don't know like what it pulled into the box office and shit. This one's the other way around for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that Weta did a lot of movies, man. Jesus, I'm looking at their uh, their list of movies, and it's incredible how many they've done and how many good ones they've done. How many good ones? Yeah, I mean they're they're no yeah, jokes. It must be Peter Jackson's team because like the first two things they did was Meet the Feebles and Brain Dead. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then they did. I mean, yeah, who else is in New Zealand anyway? I mean, the island's only so big. That's true. <laughs> um, it is true. I mean, I think they have more sheep than people. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Because because. Because they're big into, that's their main thing, is, like, they're, it's mostly farmland, you know? Obviously, they have, like, gorgeous, you know, cliffs and hills, and but, like, a lot of it mm-hmm. is, you know, farming, farming-based, and, you know, sheep is a big, a big thing out there. So, I guess, like, um, I read a few reviews where, like, people, you know, f- people from New Zealand, like, love this, you know, even more than, you know, we do, because, you know, there's a lot more kind of cheeky, um, local kind of humor and stuff that, you know, might go over our heads, but it's still you know, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of the, um, you know, the special effects and shit. So the Grant, Grant, who was the hippie who was turned into a sheep. Um, so his monster suit, I guess it took like four people to, uh, 
to like operate this thing. It's like, you know, and that's what's so cool about this movie. I don't, I don't think there's any CGI. It was all practical effects. So there's like four <laughs> dudes trying to make this giant, you know, like werewolf sheep looking thing move. And I guess uh, director Jonathan King did most of like the noises for Grant's, uh, you know, grunts and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of cool. It, it, you can tell um, Jonathan King really uh, was into this. Like this was his, like he wrote it, he directed it. You know, he, he was involved in it, had a cameo, did the sounds. Like, he, this is like, it came from the heart, you know? Like, which I, I think is pretty admirable, you know? Interesting, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, the premise of the movie basically is what? The uh, Grant, uh, not Grant. What's the main character's name now? Jesus. Uh, Henry? Thank you, Henry. His brother Angus is evil, and he, uh, he messes with these sheep with, uh, you know, experiments and you know makes them all nutty and grant jumps a fence to grab like uh like something from you know this lab and uh the fence by mind you is like four strands of barbed wire <laughs> around yeah. the lab which is it, it, like literally knee high and anyway yeah so the, yeah that's how it all starts i just want to say how it starts and uh he grabs this like glass container with like a sheep fetus in it and then mm-hmm. they see him, they run after him, and the, the motherfuckers stop. I don't know why they stop, but it leads to that whole part where uh, experiment. What's her name? Experience? Experience. Mm-hmm. Which is the weirdest name for a character, by the way. It, it uh, is. I had to like, read it a few times. I'm like, all right, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I know I'm I special, like her, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was like her hippie name at first. You know, like, I thought it was fake, but I guess that was her actual name in the movie. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so he ends up breaking the container after he splits with her, and that's how it all starts, and the sheep bites his ear off, and he what, ends up turning into a big sheep eventually. Which, actually, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie, when he's on the ground, the, the vial, like, went over and smashed, and you hear something kind of rustling, and all of a sudden you just see this, like, lamb chop from hell, like, you know, this little sheep feed is coming, just start munching on, his, like you said, his, like, neck and his ear. Uh, so but what I, I'm I'm, re- I'm reading here though is that the uh, the sheep fetus, I guess, is like kind of an ode to the baby and brain dead. Okay. And they act they act very similar, in, apparently. You know that's just what I read. I didn't really catch that, but that's that's what is uh, you know I read here. I mean, I can definitely see it. Expect especially like when like you know um like the ear you know skin doesn't stretch like it does in like these kind of movies you know but like that's. It's just I got those kind of braid Ned feels um, from a lot of this movie, especially, you know, this scene in particular. Yeah, I guess there was a lot of throws to brain dead and bad taste in it. Still going to rewatch bad taste. Does it say anything about Evil Dead at all? (laughs) It does not mention Evil Dead. No, but it's funny. I was going to say because in the back of the truck, um, the scene where they have the chainsaw, I, I immediately was like, oh, this is a total nod to Evil Dead. Yes, that's actually, it's funny you mentioned that one too. That's probably my second favorite scene as far as like the comedy stuff goes. Like, they're like barreling down this hill and he's got this chainsaw and there's, you know, a sheep inside the cab with, I don't remember the other kid's name, but the very lovable um, farmhand. And the Joe Perry. Tucker. Oh, Tucker, Tucker, <laughs> Joe Perry. Um, Dude, he looks just so... like Joe Perry from Aerosmith. <laughs> he does. He does a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I see that. <laughs> So ex- experience and Henry in the back of the truck, and there happens to be a chainsaw, and he's going to try to attack it, you know, and it's like, oh, how convenient, you know, but, you know, he's trying to start, and she's like, oh, is it on? You know, when he's inside getting attacked by a sheep, he's like, did you prime it? You know, and after all this, he yeah. finally starts, and thing fucking falls off the truck, you know, it's just, 
I don't know. I, I thought that scene was pretty good. Um, but so it's, on the evil. Sorry, go ahead, Marco. No, keep it, keep it, keep it going, bro. Uh, on the Evil Dead thing, it's funny you mentioned that because I definitely got vibes throughout the movie, especially when like they would kind of change back to like from uh, or transform to like the sheep people, like Tucker and when Henry and Tucker do, and even um, Angus too, and like especially when they like come back to being human, the way they kind of like just shake and like. Uh, you know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of, like, Evil Dead when there's, like, the transformation kind of going on between, like, good and evil Ash. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When they're, like, shaking and, like, it's, it's you know, their face is sheep-like and then it's normal. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Well, yes. It, yes. Those scenes as well as just when they're, like, you know what I mean kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, but with the yeah. face, too, there's that, there's that one scene that, fucking, I had to watch three times because I was so, like, impressed by it where... Like you said, Marco, it was like normal face, sheep face, mutant sheep, you know, weird thing. And it kind of, mm. you know, it was kind of going real quick and it kind of just gave that illusion. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I do love the play on environmentalists and how they, they, they I mean, they're just totally poking fun at that. Whether it's uh, Grant and Experience trying to break into the lab to expose uh, the cruelties of animals uh, by, um, by Angus or or when experience um when they're like at the edge of the cliff and she's just she's talking about methane gas and the sheep and they're just like not even listening they're like yeah whatever so i just love that play on it how they're making fun of them and um it's funny how they're the environmentalists but they're also the ones that cause the outbreak (laughs) yeah right yeah 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 poor old grant man he he gets thrown with that uh he's he's the one who fucked everything up man because he got yeah greedy yeah yeah and i mean they, they went through the rules too after he like saw he, like kidnaps like number one just observe number two whatever number three whatever number four observe or <laughs> whatever it was <laughs> yeah but it was basically they were there to observe and he he broke he broke the freaking uh the rules on which they set and uh created all fucking hell and i, and I love how she's either. trying to nope <laughs> he's He's trying to. She's trying to break up with them the whole time, even though they're like hiding from mad scientists. And she's like, "Yeah, about the um our relationship thing." And then, all right. So, how do you guys feel about Henry's character? He kind of annoyed me the first half of the movie, maybe because he was just so whiny. But then I'm like, I, I still don't know if I liked him by the end. You know, he's just kind of like anti-hero, but I, I still don't know yeah, how he, I feel about his character. Yeah, he reminded me of the. You know who he reminded me of is like. I forget the guy's name. I think it's Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. He was kind of annoying throughout the whole thing. The the guy who got his cock cut off, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. He he reminded me of him looks-wise and kind of like that character was just kind of annoying. And I felt the same way. I didn't really like the main character in it too much. I liked Angus. He was my favorite. Angus was a great actor. He he was very intense. Yeah, he, he did it almost too well. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking it's evil been, too, which was great. Uh, yeah, he was, and I love the opening scene, you know, with him cutting off the uh, sheep's head and then, like, wearing the body and stuff like it's normal, scaring his brother. Yeah, and then he gave his brother the uh, the fear. I forget what, what it's called. Do you have that written down, uh, Doug, what, what it's no. called, what he has? No, like the sheer... Yeah, yeah. Fear of sheep. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it earlier, but I'm like, that's ah, too long to write down. <laughs> I had um, a feeling then, the moment we knew. I had a feeling the minute we knew he had some phobia of sheep. Obviously, with the movie being called Black Sheep, and then what was transpiring, I was like, "Okay, this is going to be the the weakling 
becomes the the strong hero of the story, right? This is the person who's going to overcome their fears and conquer the story. So you kind it's of xenophobia, felt... by the way. Was it a vinophobia? Yeah, or, or a vina or a venophobia. One of the huh. other. O v o v i n a phobia. Is I like real? sheer is terror better. Oh, it's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, there's a phobia okay. for everything, Kev. There's some weird, yeah. crazy name for everything. Fear of chairs, fear of ceilings, fear of Kevins. Um, I mean, I'm on the wiki <laughs> for the word, and, and literally the wiki has one sentence in it. Ovinophobia is the fear of sheep, and that's it. And it shows a picture of a sheep with a black face. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> um, uh, that was good. Well, you know what though? This whole movie—did you see one one uh, sheep with a black face? They're all like pure white. They're all yeah. I wonder if that's for a reason. If they're like that's what's indigenous to that area is like the white sheep. But yeah, you're right. They're all very monochromatic. Why can't that's there be any guess. black sheep? Yeah, yeah. I, Why can't they diversify? Well, all right. So and speaking it's in, of, it's in the title too. So, speaking of black sheep, I guess, you know, obviously we... <laughs> Sorry, I was late to that one. Um, so, I guess black sheep, you know, the Chris Farley, David Spade, black sheep, was released exactly 10 years before this. Which, I don't know if that was just a coincidence, or they were kind of, like, going for it, but... So, a decade after oh, the I day you, this was I, released... I bet you they had... The, yeah, I bet you they had that date in mind. Which, yeah, I, w- I would imagine, because it's kind of... So the the other thing too is um, at first I'm like oh black sheep they could have come up with something cool but the, like the more I thought about it you know not knowing that you know there's another black sheep movie but you know so would you say that Angus is kind of the black sheep like it's kind of more about him than the actual sheep you think it's kind of like a a play on words like a play on the name yeah that makes a lot of sense I didn't think about that but yeah that makes a whole lot of sense I mean uh, dude the dude's just an asshole and he bangs sheep he gets bitten by Grant. Yeah, that, just... that scene where he transforms, man, that was a total ode to American Werewolf in London. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, man, there, there's no doubt about it. It's on this wiki, too, but that's the first thing I thought when I saw it. I'm like, wow, the face, even the, the nose elongates and everything. And I just watched American Werewolf in London, what, maybe a month ago. So it was fr- pretty fresh in memory, too. Nice. That's that's on my queue next or pretty soon. Um... Yeah, it's a great fucking flick, man. I love that movie. Oh, was I just... I was going to say something. It was probably inappropriate, so it's probably the, for the best that I... Uh... Fuck. It'll come back to me. Um, but uh, Miss Mac was very loving as well, as well as Tucker. <laughs> um, is, that her, is that her actual name, or are you saying that from uh, Black Christmas? Interesting. No, Tucker's no, it's actually your name. Tammy David. Tammy David? Tammy. Oh, yeah, yeah that's okay. his real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought that was the uh, experience, and then experience is like one of the two people in the movie that actually has a headshot on their IMDb. Dude, the rest are all blacked out, and that's why I couldn't figure out who mm-hmm. Nora was from, which pissed me off. And experience, I thought was very lovely, by the way. I thought she was charming and very pretty. Yeah, I got sick of her chakra stuff after like 10 minutes. Yeah, that goes the whole <laughs> the whole movie. I couldn't stand her after a while. I was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" But she was positive through the whole thing, and I get it, you know. And she always carried a candle with her, so probably Kevin loves her for that. Ah. <laughs> Brought to you by Chakra Dark Candles. <laughs> um, shit. 
the fuck was I gonna say? It's gonna piss me off now. God damn it. I don't know, dude. I don't know. You know what? When I listen to this later on, when I'm uh, sitting on a bag of ice studying the game tapes, uh, I'm going to look back and be like, oh, fuck, that's where <laughs> I was going with that. And be like, that's what I went to say. So, but, uh, but yeah, Miss, Miss Mac, I thought she, she had a very, um, I thought she was a great character, a great addition, you know? So, you know, um, there's a very, like you know, spunk. what's that? I said I liked her spunk. Her spunk, yeah, she, yeah, great way of putting it, you know, she was, she didn't take shit from anyone, she was like a hard ass, you know, took care of herself, took care of all the boys, and, you know, there's a scene in the beginning when uh, Henry goes in, and we don't know it's Angus's house, or the kind of, even the farm yet, um, and he's kind of like looking through some shit, he yells hello a few times, and all of a sudden, you know, you see a, a double barrel shotgun in the back of his neck, and she's like, if you don't want nostrils in the back of your head, you know, I wouldn't move a muscle, you know, and then turns around, there's a big happy greeting, you know, but you can tell, yeah, she's, she's like, oh, don't worry about it, dear, I haven't shot anybody since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that line. <laughs> and I'm like, I think she's serious. <laughs> and let's just talk about how beautiful New Zealand is. I know you could, you know, say that with watching Lord of the Rings movies and all that stuff, but man, the landscapes in that fucking movie are fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And I, 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 I just want to go there now, like... You know, it's always been on kind of my my short list of places to go, but man, I really want to go there now, just after seeing that. And plus, we can go to Hobbiton and see the Hobbit holes. Oh, I'd love to. Can oh, you actually, man. can you stay in those, or is it just kind of like to visit? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I think it's just a touristy thing where you visit. I'll look it up. Let's check it out. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just, a, a, you know, you just go there and check it out, take pictures, and maybe you can go in one or whatever. I don't know. I know, I know they do have places where you can kind of stay in similar things. I don't know if it's in New Zealand or there, or if it's somewhere just, you know, that's super nerdy, like a nerdy theme park, you know. As long as they have 11 Zs, that's all I give a shit about. And second breakfast. No door to the yeah, they do tours. There. That's all I can find. I could, all I could find is tours of that. So. But that'd be cool shit say, to see, though. I love that you say second breakfast, because Crusoe says second dinners. So there must, there must be some inside jokes within your own crowds about this stuff i know nothing about it's you don't remember that scene in in uh, lord of the rings when the hobbits i think it was the first one like the first 20 minutes and he's like if i take one step further i'll you know this is the first i'll ever been away from home and then, like two minutes later they're like eating and then like they're like does he know about like second z's and no 11 z's and then like second lunch <laughs> like they just like they like they're these little things but all they do is eat you know mm -hmm. so yeah, 11 z's like 10 times a day yeah yeah, 11 Z's is the second meal, and then whatever, whatever, whatever. But, yeah, you never seen Lord of the Rings, uh, Kevin? I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah, of course I have, man. I love those. I just okay. I don't remember the scene. Yeah. I think I think we seen them in yeah. the theater yeah, back in the day. Me, you, and Pentecost, and God knows who else. Yeah, I read all those books and shit, too, a couple times. So. Yeah, when I that's... used to read. When you were a reader? Yeah, back in the day, man. It's been a while. I, I picked up a book the other day. I read two pages and I put it down. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's enough. When I was, I sent you the pictures I was listening to uh, Flotsam and Jetsam, I started reading. And then the bass lines got me. So that's you started, the bass lines. Started banging your head and put the book down. You, you know what my issue is with reading? I love reading, but like for so long, before smartphones, before you'd like you know, watch TV and shut it off, or you'd smack it to, you know, whatever, before you went to bed. Um, you know, I, I used to read. In my brain, I, in my in my brain, whenever I read, 
it's okay. Doug's reading. It's we're winding down. It's time to go to bed. So if it's the middle of the day. I'm outside, sunlight, and I read more than like three pages in a row. I'm fucking like I'm I'm snoozing. I'm out cold. And it drives me bananas because there's so much shit I still want to read. So I just thought it was your ADD. No, well. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, three words in, ooh, a shiny car. Ooh, a butterfly. That's my struggle. Yeah, I can't. I'm more of Just, an audiovisual type of person, personally. Yeah. I can't do 2,000-page books. No, and that's the other thing. That's why I, I tend to go back to children's books. Like, I'm reading one that I read in, like, the third grade just because it's, you know, uh, a quarter of an inch thick, and <laughs> it still takes me two months to get through it because I read a page and fall asleep. I used to read all the time, man. Two thousand pages. I don't think I've ever read something two thousand pages though. You never because I wanted to read. I wanted to read the stand, the Stephen King's the stand, and I can. I I just looked at it uh, at like a lot. I have it. I still own it. And I look at it. And I look at it, and I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. Yeah, that's it. But I'm watching a... that scene now with the the sheep massacre where they kill all those fucking people. It's on in the background. I, I put the movie on in the background. And this scene is fantastic, man. You got like a thousand sheep just running down a hill and then just start eating <laughs> all these motherfuckers. Dude, the, the scenes with like, I know there were a few scenes where they had like eight or nine hundred sheep, you know, like in some of like the kind of like um, off scenes, but like something like that, like it's amazing how like non-CGI, I don't know, I'm sure there's some sort of CGI, I, don't, I doubt that's completely real, but I was just shocked how like real some of those like massive like sheep scenes were. Yeah. Well, I mean, sheep are herded. You could probably get them to do that shit. I mean, or but imagine... get them to run down a fucking hill, you know? Yeah, that's true. Especially when they got so money anyway. You can tell where uh, they spend can... all their money, you know, because they put all their money into those prosthetics in those scenes. And a lot of it was like them wandering around the hills of New Zealand on the farm, you know, pictures of the sheep uh, it, just gathering in herds. Um, a couple couple scenes of dialogue and stuff but all that cash must have been poured into the prosthetics of like when they're changed like grant's changes um i already forgot tammy's changes whatever his name is yeah <laughs> it's the leg. tucker tucker there you go I, i'm gonna keep calling they she should change his name to tucker not tammy seriously he he actually lived on a farm um in preparation for the role i don't know how long but he lived on a farm for a hot minute to uh Wow. Kind, of, kind of really embrace the the farm life. Okay, so, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> uh, what's cool about this, too, like, um, when they're in, like, the lab, when they show, like, the inside of the lab, like, I guess that was, like, a um, like a radio tower that, like, got all the... Any broadcast that came through New Zealand, like, went through there, so it's kind of like a weird, um, I don't know what you like, radio... Not radio station, but, like, radio tower kind of thing, and then okay. there's a scene where... They're out there, um, uh, experience and um, Henry. I think they just got out of the um, like the pit of despair, and uh, they hear like buzzing, and it's fucking Grant in this like sh- uh, shearing shed, like you know, buzzing himself. For some reason, I, I it went my mind went right to the gutter, and I'm like, I, I just imagine him shaving his nuts. Like that's the first thing he thinks of doing. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's irrelevant. But anyway, I guess that that um, is like a historical. Um, one of like the oldest and like most historic like sh- sheep shearing sheds or sh- what do you call sheep sh- uh, wool landolin I don't know what the fuck whatever it is but it's like a very historic spot too so they kind of and I think oh, 
the movie itself was shot on like seven different farms and different scenes and then you know a couple historic places which i thought was cool like marco said like new zealand just seems fucking beautiful yeah and, and by the way grant is a hippie so that's the last place he would shave <laughs> I was kind of hoping he was going to shave his head because he had one of those, you know, like, I just can't let it go. He's got, like, the island, you know, just shaving around around the island on the top of the head thing. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. He had a, probably had a, ma a man bush. You and know, by the way, just so he, he's the one who bit uh, Angus to make Angus churn later in the movie. Yeah. By the way, it was Grant. <clears throat> what did you, like, what's, what's, your favorite scene? I mean, first, all right. So, first of all, what did you guys think? You got, we all agree the prosthetics are pretty good, and the, um, um, you, you know, some of the transformations. Like, like I, I think Angus's transformation was probably the best. It reminded me oh, of yeah, the howling. Had that howling well, appeal to it. The face, you know, from from him. They did a really good job with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think more of American Werewolf from London because I guess they're very similar. In some parts of the transformation, yeah, like, same, uh, um, it, it, the same, same guy, same exact face, yeah, yeah. But no, I thought, I, I thought the effects were great. I thought the look of the movie was good. I, I really liked, uh, like, get the backgrounds, everything. I mean, it's just, it, it looks, it's a good looking movie, actually. I and it surprised me because I thought this movie was probably made for like five thousand dollars, so I never heard of it, and I didn't realize it was from New Zealand, you know. So that's probably why. But I thought the whole movie just looked good in general. Uh, the only thing is a couple of the actors didn't really do it for me. You know, as far as, like, just the uh, overall aesthetic of the flick. But I thought it looked good all, all around. Uh, what about yeah. the story itself? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine, you know. How about you, Doug? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I've actually watched it three times already. Um... I, I thought it was great. I thought it had a good story. It had a good, like, beginning, good middle, and a good end. You know, it's kind of, you know, you have the anti-hero that gets the girl. It's like kind of everything, yeah, you know, even though I didn't like Henry, I'm glad he got the girl, whatever. I I, I thought it was done well, like you said. Um, it looked well, like the, um, just like the scenery. Um, the way the shots were done. The prosthetics, the, yeah, the, um, like the kill scenes. Um, there was a lot of, um, Marco, did you read anything about the Kiwi splatter? Like they, uh, yeah, that's 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 from Brain Dead and stuff. I guess that's where it was created. Yeah, it was kind of no, like uh, it... in bad taste. Yeah, yeah. So that, that I just have kiwi splatter in parentheses, but like some like that, like the yeah, let me see. some like the blood scenes, and there's a few scenes too where like there's the um, uh, there was like a dude and like a uh, another farmhand, um, and he's like cooking the beans and spaghetti, reading a book, and then all of a sudden the one of the sheep comes and attacks. And like there was a lot of good scenes too where like it gave you that visual, like you could hear it. But you couldn't see it, but it just you, you know, for the scenes you saw like just before it, that, you know, you didn't need the extra gore. So like I think the gore was the, the like a great amount too, not too much, not too little, and done very well. No CGI for the most part that I know of anyway. But I give it three three thumbs up. Wow. Okay. And what about you, Mister Barry? I. Uh... I, I thought it was okay. I probably won't watch it again. I, I like the I like the um, prosthetics and everything, um, but I mean that's that's about it. Yeah, I mean I thought the really? some of the sense of humor. Yeah, I thought some of the sense of humor was dry, like a little too dry. Some of the things were comical, but I mean, yeah, I mean I won't watch it again. But yet you love yeah, slacks. I, I think I'm with you. 
<laughs> yeah, I like I, I like Slacks way better. I thought I thought there was a much better storyline with Slacks. I thought the the blood was way better in Slacks and everything. And I, I mean, Christ, they didn't no. have to do much. It was just jeans. But I I did personally. That's but that's just my opinion. I mean, I thought I, I thought this was okay. I would agree with you, Kevin, but then would both be wrong. So uh, no, I I, <laughs> I I thought Slacks was. I thought it was just okay. It's funny how see that's why I like. I like sometimes we don't all have a hard on for movie because then, you know, I, I thought you guys, I was hoping you guys liked it as much as I did, but I, I, you know, I, it's, I thought it's it was all, okay too. Yeah. But yeah, like, just I don't okay? think I said what I thought of it. Huh? Just okay. Or like, it was like, yeah, okay. I thought, good. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I mean, I, I didn't think it was bad. I, I, I would watch it again. I mean, I, I don't think it's that bad that I wouldn't watch again. But I don't know. I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I think the look of the movie is good. I thought some of the stuff was kind of ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. I didn't find it funny. Like, I didn't think it was that funny. Yeah. I found And it's supposed to be a horror comedy, and I didn't think it was that funny. And I didn't laugh. I don't think I laughed once. I just thought the movie was pretty good. I liked, I liked the sheep play, you know? Yeah. That's all and I like, man. I thought the, the changes, sheep were great. The changes and stuff like that, you know, um... I, I look. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna go out and buy slacks. I mean, I have it on Shutter. So would I watch it again? Maybe if I'm bored. But I I would do the same with this. But I'll forget about this movie tomorrow. Hmm. Um. Sorry, Duggo. Hey, <laughs> no, Doug, it's cool. Doug, the we crushed his dreams. We crushed his the, the, dreams. No, like I said, I thought it was okay. But uh, dude, how does this compare to Wolf Cop, Doug? yeah obviously well how, how does one compare anything to wolf cop marco you know it's <laughs> it, it's like shawshank redemption wolf cop um tombstone you know it's up there oh my god <laughs> you know what though the you know wolf cop's a canadian horror comedy flick so of course that appeals to us a little bit more kind of north america whereas like I said before, like New Zealand, like this is a lot of this dry humor is like, you know, like the British humor we just don't fucking get, but they love over there. It's the same thing with New Zealand. Like, I think if we were from New Zealand, like people from there, like this is their fucking like Ace Ventura, terrible yeah, uh, analogy. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? This is like their, you know, it's from the hometown. It's like the... It's, it's, it's their feel. wolf cop. It's their wolf cop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love British humor when they talk about coconuts and weight ratios. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Monty, Monty Python's Look, got its own its own uh, spot. Oh man, Monty <laughs> Python's so good, dude. It's and about I, weight I've ratio. Been, yeah, I've been on a, like a Wicked South Park kick lately, and you can see a lot of like Monty Python humor in it, and I'm just really enjoying it. Like they have like the uh, episode you were talking about, like the environmentalists, like maybe like kind of hippie like people. And then they have the hippie, uh, the hippie episode where they point out that they're they're knuckleheads, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it's the best because the, the, the kids make the good point. He's like, all they do is smoke weed and and use like these, you know, high uh, gas mileage vehicles, <laughs> create hippie drum circles, and, and they don't do anything. <laughs> and is it's it... funny. So it's good. when you were saying that earlier, that's what it made me think of is that episode. <laughs> Is that the same episode that has, like, in case of hippies break glass and it's like a Slayer CD? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to drill through the, the, the hippie festival and they kill, like, a million people on the way to the stage and they play Raining Blood or whatever it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I thought that was, I think, uh, that's definitely the, one of the more memorable ones in recent. That and the, um, my, 
I, I probably shouldn't say it, but you know, I, I sent you that thing the other day. I think you said you were watching that episode, right? The um, water park one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The P. The P, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the P episode. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, South Park's very racy. I, they say a lot of fucked up shit, but it's all, you know, it's all like, I mean, it's relevant. It's just a backwards way of like making a point. So, you know, what it is what it is, you know? Yeah, and there's no holds bar. They they torture everyone, you know? Every every creed, race, gender, you name it. I don't know why, but I just, I got safe. HBO Max that it's on there, and I've just been watching it like crazy. That's been my main thing. That's why it took me till yesterday to watch Black Sheep, because I've been watching South Park nonstop for like two weeks. <clears throat> HBO Max, are they, um, are they releasing a lot of movies from that were supposed to be in theater? On HBO? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends if it's your cup of tea. They seem to be all sci-fi movies. I'm walking around, so if it makes noise, I apologize. I just gotta get a drink. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, they released Kong versus Godzilla. They released the Justice League movie, Mortal Kombat, in a few days. And I think they're gonna release The Conjuring in a couple months. I'm pretty sure that's on there, too. Yeah, and I'm sure Halloween Kills is just gonna be put to VOD like it was originally last year. So we waited yeah. one full fucking year for... Absolutely nothing. I, hey, you can actually still watch these movies in the theaters. They're still in the theaters. It's just, yeah. you know, people... I'm like, good. Like I don't... Home. I would rather be in my my home theater, in my the luxury of my house, listening to my friends, not <laughs> listening to every other asshole around us, chewing popcorn, fucking chewing candy, rustling in the bags. No thank you, man. Save me the money. I'll, I'll spend 50 bucks to rent the movie that's in theaters. I don't have to deal with anybody around me. No, I agree. I, I enjoy watching shit at home. It's funny too because my uh, my buddy, my buddy Pete, we we're supposed to be see King King uh, Kong versus Godzilla, or whatever. Because I really like the Kong movie they made, Skull Island. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it'll probably be good because Kong is in it. I didn't like the Godzilla movie, the monster, whatever monster, whatever it is, where he fights all the monsters, King of the Monsters. But anyway, I I couldn't wait. I, I was just here. I, I was on HBO Max, and I saw it. It debuted. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to watch it. So I ended up watching it at home. He calls me. He's like, you still want to go see it? And I'm like, I'll still go see it. He's like, what, you saw it? I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, it just makes things so much. But I still would have went because I said I'd go, you know. But uh, it just yep. makes things so much easier. I love it, dude. I love it. I just sit in my bed in, like, my underwear and just watch the movie. I get the experience, you know, I mean, I, people, you get into the theater, you smell the popcorn and the rugs and I mean, I, and the lights and everything. I mean, I, I loved that as a kid, but now as an adult, I just, yeah, man, there's, it's just, it's like the shampoo. Like, you know, when they, when they clean the carpets every <laughs> night and stuff, like there's a scent in a movie theater and it, it's the whole experience, mm -hmm. man, the smell mm, of the place, the, everything, but it's, you know, I just don't like you sit to watch a movie and you really want to like study the movie and get into it. And you got some asshole next to you with a fucking giant tub of popcorn. Just, <laughs> you know, well, um, drives me nuts. Well, the good thing about theaters now, Kevin, is like if you just go to one of the newer ones or one that's been redone, like people sit so far away from each other now. It's it, it, it you could still hear it, but it's it's a little more distant. It's not like you're elbow to elbow yeah. with people anymore. You know, you got those seats you lean back. I mean, it's crazy. That's why ticket prices are fucking through the roof too. Yeah, because yeah, I think they, we're you gonna, know, less people fit in there. I think we're gonna see more and more. They're just gonna say either theater or you can rent it for like thirty bucks. And I'm all about that, man. I'm I'm hoping for October that I can just do Halloween Kills at my house and just have a couple people over to do it. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be insane, dude. Like Mortal Kombat in two days. I'm so excited. And if 
you know, I don't like to pump uh, big corporations, but if you, uh, I suggest if there's a free trial on HBO Max, checking it out. There's a lot of shit on there, man. You got like Cartoon Network shit, Turner Classic Movie shit. Um, uh, I forget what else, but like it's like eight channels all combined onto that app. So you That's get awesome. like a lot of shit on there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's why it has all the Cartoon Network. You can watch fucking Metalocalypse on there. It's great. So with the with the subscription for HBO, by the way, uh, guys, this is not a listeners. This is not a plug for HBO <laughs> at all. <laughs> we wish we wish HBO was giving us some cash. But but once you subscribe for the HBO Max, you just get you get those movies. You don't have to pay an additional fee for it. You know what I'm saying? Like with um, you no. know how it is with Amazon Prime. Like they're like some movies have to rent even more. Yeah, Disney Plus the same thing when they released. Um... Mulan, the live action one or whatever. You, yeah. You have to pay for that. You have to pay like an extra 20 bucks. And the other one, there's another one. Um, my friend has kids. That's how I know all this stuff. Raya and the Last Dragon or whatever. Yeah. You have to pay like an additional 20 bucks. With HBO Max, you could just watch the movies. The thing is, is the movies that are in theaters are on there for 30 days. So you have a 30 day window to watch them. Ah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Nice. Yeah. That's why I think it's worth it. I've been telling Doug, like I haven't talked to you about it, but I've been telling Doug, I'm like, dude, check it out. You'll fucking love it. There's so much fucking content on there. It's unreal. Well, I'm interested anyway. to see. You, you guys know I get my uh, my Halloween figures, and I, I just, um, the ones I have, I'm upgrading. I'm getting a uh, Halloween 2018. It's a, it's a 1.5 scale, so I, it's, it's supposed to be a foot. So it's going to be interesting. It's a 2018 Michael Myers. But I want to see they're releasing soon. The Halloween Kills Michael Myers, um, and I I'm, can't wait to see what he looks like, which is definitely going to spoil what he's looking like in this new movie. But I'm 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 hoping that it's like a half burned off mask, like they've been saying. Well, that would make sense. And and since when do you have these figures? Did you just start this? No, you got. I mean, you've. I've only had a couple. Like I've I had them on a shelf upstairs. I got like a little uh, a, a little uh, Halloween corner over there. What do you call those things? Oh, okay. Yeah, like a little homage to uh, Halloween. I got you. But yeah, I didn't realize. I don't think I've ever noticed it, apparently. So it's upstairs. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, um, I think, I'm not sure if Doug was here the last time, but I, I got a uh, sick little like vintage Halloween lunchbox. It's like one of those metal lunchbox pails, Halloween one. I think it has the thermos inside with Halloween. It came from um, mm-hmm. Fright Rags. It's like twenty five bucks. I pre ordered it last year, and the thing's like sold out. And it's it's awesome, man. It's, it's super vintage, like seventies looking. That's cool. Just start bringing it when you if you ever have to go back to the office, just start using it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be That's time, funny. man. That'd be cool. That's funny. Bring your ther- thermos. Put your little hot yeah. chocolate in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, like oh, you're, man. you you you're gonna need like a little uh, what do they call them? A little um. <laughs> A little uh, fanny fanny pack and like a trapper keeper to match it. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus, I haven't heard that one in years. I know you have a you have a fucking Lisa Frank trapper keeper somewhere. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys recommend? <laughs> I think we already did this, didn't we? No, I don't think we did the recommend. I I mean I know no. we all liked it. Um, and stuff like that, but I mean, do you guys recommend it to the listeners? Do you guys, is this something that you would recommend people waste their time watching? Uh, I definitely yeah. do. Okay, yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, I do. I recommend. Yeah. I think I recommend to give it a give it a watch, guys. Um, you know, it's a combination of 
Evil Dead, uh, Brain Dead, or Dead Alive. Um, what else am I missing here? It's a combination, uh, you know, like the practical effects. You got like the Howling, um, American Werewolf in London. So you, you got a mix of those practical effects. Um, it reminds me of Lord of the Rings because of the background. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, true. The scenery, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, uh... it's a quick one. It's a quick one to watch. It's like, I don't know, an hour and 26 minutes or something. Just watch it get a couple kicks out of it um, or be like Doug and get a poster and put it on the wall and he's going to watch it every week now. <laughs> I already got a back tattoo. <laughs> yeah. He's going to hire, he's going to hire Angus for his next birthday party. <laughs> so nice cake form. Marco, would you say it was good or bad? Mm. No, I, I, like I said, I oh. Good, you know, I, oh boy. On that note. All right, let's end it. That was, that was yeah. it. That was the ending. all right so next one we're doing we're doing um we're gonna be doing a opinionated pit metal talk y'all yeah 1982 we're gonna continue yeah i'd like to because i'm actually really digging the uh checking out albums you know from years that i never got to so awesome cool with you guys yeah yeah well wait what year is it what year are we doing 82 82. 82. Okay. Number of the Beast. You know it'll be on the list. All That's right. a spoiler. So you look forward to us talking about that that one. And then uh, movie-wise, I think we're doing Bone Tomahawk next, I believe. Ooh, Doug, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that was my, my boy. Sexy Kurt Russell. Um, that was, that was going to be this week's, but um, we decided to sleep, which I'm glad we did sneak Black Sheep in. But yeah, so next is Bone Tomahawk. Cool. So. Yeah, it's because we, we gave the people oh, two last month because we had to make up for last year because we didn't give them two. We only did 10 yeah. episodes, I think, last year. So we had to sneak one in on you. All right, good. guys. Well, on that note, thanks for tuning in. And um, oh, one more thing. We are going to try to get Keith McCoy on the show because we probably should. The guy created our intro. He's amazing. Um, he's been putting EPs out like crazy. He's big into synth horror. Uh, he's in a, in like a, um, a rush style, uh, rock metal band in Ireland. And, um, so he's doing a lot and, uh, I think we should have him on just to talk about his contributions to the, the horror world. Um, he's doing a, a, he's doing some release party for his, um, uh, he's doing like a cover album of, um, Halloween three music. So, and he's, he's really awesome at this synth stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, I messaged him on um, Instagram and so he's, he's definitely willing. I just told him we'll make sure it's the right Irish time. So it's not like 2am when we have to talk to him. Cool. <laughs> that sounds great. So, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty that'd be rad. All right. On that note, this is Kev. Marco. And don't run with scissors. Doug, Doug. the sheep fucker. <laughs> have a good night guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>